Good afternoon, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the October 28th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by my consulting firm, Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. And today we will primarily focus on the Richmond County Board of Education District 5 race. We have all three candidates who are in that race. Uh, but before we bring them on to talk to you a little, I want to give you an update on where we are in terms of getting prepared for this election and what has happened so far. First, to give you the numbers, as of Wednesday, October 21st, 29,000 people had already voted in Richmond County. In our neighboring Columbia County, over 33,000 people had already voted. So that means that via the early voting sites, as well as through absentee voting, a number of people have already exercised their right to vote well in advance of November 3rd. In fact, we think of November 3rd as election day when really it's just the end of the election period now since so many people are doing early voting. Also in preparation for the ballot that you will see if you have not yet voted, I want to talk about a few of the constitutional amendments. There are two of those as well. There's a referendum that is on. So I wanna address those with you uh, today so that when you look at those, you won't go, uh-oh, what am I supposed to do with this? First, there's Amendment 1, which authorizes dedication of fees and taxes to their intended purpose by general state law. The dedication of fees would require support from two-thirds of members of the Georgia House and the Georgia Senate. This dedication would last up to 10 years, and lawmakers could only dedicate up to 1% of total state revenue. Also, the dedication would be suspended in the case of a financial emergency. This measure actually has already passed the state Senate unanimously and the House with little dissent to get on our ballots. So sometimes we'll look at these things and we'll wonder, well, who's behind them, who's for this, et cetera. In this particular case with these amendments, they have already been considered by our legislators. And if they pass the legislature by a wide margin, that would generally, um, at least in my case, kind of relieve my concerns about them if they've already received bipartisan support. Next, there's Amendment 2, which waives state and local sovereign immunity for violation of state laws and state and federal constitutions. In 2017, the Georgia Supreme Court ruled that citizens cannot sue state and local governments over unconstitutional laws without the government's permission. It's a doctrine that is known as sovereign immunity. Amendment two would restore citizens' rights to file lawsuits to overturn unconstitutional laws without the consent of those governments. And referendum uh, A, which is establishing a tax exemption for certain real property owned by charities. What this does is exempt from property taxes, property that is owned by charities for the purpose of building or repairing single family houses to be financed by the charity and sold to individuals using no interest loans. The best example I can give you of that would be Habitat for Humanity. Once they sell the property to an individual, it would be taxed at fair market rate. 
But if Habitat for Humanity doesn't have to pay taxes on that property, um, maybe that means that they could in fact develop more properties with the money that they have on hand. So generally this is considered to be a pretty sound measure, but again, use your judgment as to whether that is something that you want to do. And if I may, I wanna go back a little bit on this discussion of Amendment 1 about dedicating fees for their purpose. A good example for that is the uh, fee that we pay anytime that we uh, change tires on our vehicles and there's a fee on the bill for uh, that tire. Uh, uh, initially, the idea was that money was supposed to go toward cleanups. Um, but as it turns out, not nearly as much as they anticipated or we thought was going toward that purpose. So this idea of dedicating fees for their intended purpose would ensure that for a fee like what we pay on those tires that we're uh, not no longer using would uh, go to purposes like cleanups. And we do know in our community as well as uh, various other communities throughout the state and nation, uh, abandoned tires and vacant lots, illegal dumping uh, of those tires, those things are major problems for us. So it would be great for there to be a dedicated source of revenue uh, to take care of problems with those sorts of things. Um, as I indicated, now that we've talked a little bit about the two constitutional amendments and that referendum, uh, let's also uh, talk about our Richmond County School Board races. Half of the school board is up for uh, grabs this time around. Today, we're gonna to talk about District 5. Uh, in the previous weeks, we've talked about Districts 1, 4, 8, and 10. Uh, if you missed those shows, please go back and listen to those. Those are all loaded on my website, which is janiceallenjackson.weebly.com. You can go there at any time. Uh, if you can't remember the website domain name, please just Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates and uh, those will come up there. It's under the local matters tab. Um, one thing I really want you to think about as you ponder who it is that you want to support for a school board is that the quality of schools can literally make or break a community. Uh, people moving into the area, which we see here in Augusta, lots of people uh, by virtue of the Medical College of Georgia, by virtue of Fort Gordon, there are lots of people who choose to move to the Augusta area. And sometimes they will not choose to live in Richmond County simply because of the perception of our school system. So we want people on the school board who can address both the perception and the reality of high quality schools. And that is why who you vote for in these elections is so important. I know everybody's thinking about the presidential race. Everybody's thinking about the U.S. Senate races because they are at the top of the ballot. But we also want you to think about those races that affect us here at the local level. Uh, when we talked about the Augusta Commission races back in June and August for those elections, I talked about uh, the characteristics of good elected officials, being somebody who is honest and trustworthy, somebody who will prioritize the things that are important to you, somebody who will listen to you, and somebody who can work effectively with their colleagues on the board to get things done. So as you consider uh, the three candidates that we have today, 
uh, we've got the incumbent, Miss Patsy Scott. We've got challengers, Samantha Moses and Doug Jackson. As you think about who you're going to vote for in this race, as well as all the other school board races, please keep those considerations in mind. Our first candidate today is the incumbent, Miss Patsy Scott. How are you doing today, Miss Scott? I'm doing well, Miss Jackson. Thank you for asking. Great. And I know you have been on the school board for a while. Uh, please tell our listeners uh, how long you have served in that capacity. Well, I have been serving for the past 10 years. Um, it's just been a pleasure to serve my constituents of District 5 for Richmond County School System. Great, great. And as you think about that, uh, as well as any of your other uh, accomplishments over your public life, uh, what do you think is your most significant accomplishment? Miss um, Jackson, thank you. I want to say thank you for having me here. And my accomplishment this so far has been wife, mother. I've been mentoring students in the county for a long, long time, most of my adult life. I'm proud to say that most of my students that I have mentored from inner city schools have done quite well, have gone on to college, and now they are productive citizens themselves. So I am just happy about that. As a school board member, I have initiated our 9-11 um, program, and it is so that all of our children, even though the children attending our schools now have, was not born um, in, uh, for 9-11, but now they will realize the importance of what happened to our country that we should celebrate 9-11. Uh, also, um, to keep my constituents informed, I have quarterly informational breakfast that they can participate in. I bring my students from schools, the schools in my district, which is five, uh, six schools, Glen Hills, um, Terrace Manor, Bayville, and Meadowbrook. I always showcase my students, let my constituents know what's, what is going on um, in our school system. Um, I've also received the Henry Howard Award for Public Service last year. And I think that that was a great accomplishment for them to honor me as a public servant for our school system. So I'm just blessed to be there, a part of that system. And um, I just feel like being on the school board has been really a great accomplishment for me. I have done well in my profession as a nurse. I'm a retired professional operating room nurse. I worked at the VA for several years as a nurse preceptor for the operating room. And I just feel like I have just been blessed. But for me to serve as your representative on the school board is just uh, overwhelming for me. It's just, it's just something that I'm, I'm blessed to, um, do and I feel like I have the energy and the time it is a lot of time to continue my service and that's why I have submitted my name to continue my service for Richmond County 
teachers, parents, and students. I, we know that our students are what will be representing us in future years. And I just wanna make the path better for them so they can have easy trends to follow. So having said that, Ms. Scott, please tell us uh, what would be your top priority if you are reelected on November 3rd. Well, you know, this is a new time for all of us with the pandemic being here and it has touched the lives of so many of us here in Richmond County. I think for us as um, to educate our children, we will have to be um, a little more fluid, a little more creative on how we get the message across to our children because at this time, I know that our infrastructure, um, computer, um, we have a lot of work to do in that respect, but with the community, so many of the community partnership have partnered with us. I think we can accomplish what we need to. We do know that with our new wave of teaching, each child will need a computer themselves. We can't depend on a computer in the home because with children now, their assignments are different. And so that is where our focus will be, our new wave of teaching and getting our information out. We need to bring parents into the situation so that they can be aware of this new teaching style. It's a lot of education that we will have to do along with our parents, community. Uh, we just need to have wraparound services so we can get the help that we need for our children. We know that um, at this point, we need a lot of help. So I'm just here to open it up to the community, whatever you can do we are willing to accept and we'll be pleased to have you join us. All right, and finally, if our listeners want to learn more about you, please uh, tell them where they can go. Okay, um, I am on Facebook. I am on Facebook, Patsy Scott Facebook. Just dial into my Facebook page. You can always call me at home. My number at home, which is listed on our school webpage, 706-798-8986, Patsy Scott, 706-798-8986. If, if, if I'm not at home, you can leave a message and I always check my messages. So please leave a message and feel free to call me. I All am available. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My second candidate today is Ms. Samantha Moses. She also is vying for the Board of Education District 5 seat. How are you doing today, Ms. Moses? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Great. Thanks for joining me. And of course, the first question our listeners want to hear from you from is in regard to your biggest accomplishments in your public life. Please tell us. Okay. One of the biggest one I can tell you is that I uh, so far I've beaten cancer. I was diagnosed with cancer early in life in my early years. So, so far I've remained in remission. So that's been a biggest accomplishment for me because I got to see my kids grow and everything. Um, second one is I used to work for Ronald McDonald House and I don't know if a lot of people know about Ronald McDonald House. 
uh, I started working there in 2011 and to be over their meal program, come over their meal program was one of my biggest ones to make sure those people were able to eat. And it's not as easy as people think to get people to come and volunteer their time or volunteer their money or just volunteer food for a bunch of people that they do not know. So that was one of my greatest thing is uh, taking that, that, that part of my job and, and making it successful. All right, thank you. And the next question is, uh, in terms of your priorities, if you are successful in winning the District 5 seat on November 3rd, tell me what your first priority would be uh, as you join the Richmond County Board of Education. My first priority is dealing with this pandemic and the safety of our kids, our, student, our students, our teachers, our bus drivers and everybody. Um, I've been, um, since I've been on this trail uh, as a uh, vying for this position. I've been out talking to a lot of bus drivers and talking to a lot of other people and finding out that the biggest need for them is the PPE. Um, and they don't have a lot of it for our bus drivers, which is the most of uh, one of our essential workers because they have to travel to and fro and pick up our kids. So one of the first things I want uh, is, the, is the protection of our kids and our staff and to make sure that our students have an updated technology and resources for the classroom as well. So those are the two things I've been really thinking about and working with and talking to people about and that seem to be the biggest issues within our uh, schools right now is their updated technology and the safety of our uh, kids and the staff. All right, thank you for that. And tell us if our listeners want to learn more about you, please uh, tell us where they can go to do that. I have a committed to elect page, Samantha Moses on Facebook. It also has a phone number for me. So if you are in my district, which is District 5, my phone number is 706-513-4403. Feel free to call me at any time if you need to talk to me or need to discuss some issues with me. I am open and available for all of the people of my district. All right, great. And we've got another minute or so. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, just get out and vote. Uh, we are trying to make a change. It's time for change. I'm not um, discounting what the school board has done already, but a lot of things has not been done. And we want to, one of the reasons why I'm, I am running is because it's time for change. Um, I feel like some of our school board members are not in tune or in touch with our youth today. And being that I've worked out into the schools mentoring and working with some of the students and have students that have graduated this year, I feel like I, I have a better platform or a better chance to reach in some of these people. So just get out and vote. Don't vote for people that you know, you feel like they've just been there and you know, vote for change, vote for something different. We have to do something different for our kids in Richmond County. All right, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, ma'am, thank you for having me. Our third candidate joining us today is Mr. Douglas Jackson. Mr. Jackson, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing well, and you? Great, great. Thank great. you so much for joining me so that our listeners have an opportunity to learn more about you. And the first question I'm posing to all candidates is, uh, tell us your most significant accomplishment in your public life. Well, my most significant uh, accomplishment is basically um, graduating from college and retiring from 
um, the Board of Education. Um, if you were to look at my history, my background, you wouldn't think that I would be a person in this position because I'm basically from a one parent family. My mother raised me, uh, never knew my father, uh, but I, she took on that challenge to raise me to try to be a law-abiding citizen. So my major accomplishment is being able to go forward with the discipline that my mother and my grandmother taught me and retiring from uh, the Board of Education. I worked at the Board of Education approximately 23 years. Um, and it gave me that journey. I think it's prepared me now for the task at, at hand. Um, before working at the um, alternative school, I was a direct program director for an after school program. Um, I taught at the Southwest Elementary School in Sparta, Georgia. I was a counselor at the YDC in Milledgeville, Georgia. I also taught the GED program in Milledgeville, Georgia. So I think that the journey that I've traveled have prepared me for, like I said, this task that I'm about to deal in. Um, I have basically worked with children uh, all my life. Uh, and it's a gratifying experience to work with children and know that you had something significant in their life, it, it, that you were part of the success of, of most of the children that you work with. It's gratifying to see the students come back to you on their, in the community and tell you, Mr. Jackson, I appreciate what you did or what you tried to do for me while I was in school. But like I said, the most uh, gratifying thing in the, my accomplishment is basically based on my background, because I was one of those kids who they said would not make it. So the most gratifying thing to me was being able to graduate from Payne College and pursue my um, vocation in teaching. And I've been teaching, I guess, that for, I taught for over 38 years. And so that's basically uh, my think of is my best accomplishment just being able to give back to teach to work with young people and to have that relationship with them knowing that hopefully I made a difference in someone's life and having said that if you are successful in uh, earning a seat on the Richmond County Board of Education. Tell me what your first priority would be. My first priority would be basically to go in and number one, get acquainted with the board members. Make sure that we have a good working relationship as far as our schools are concerned, my first concern would be making sure that each child is afforded a quality education. See, we have to make sure that these students are prepared once they get out of school. Um, too many times we have students who go through the system and they are not prepared when they get out here in the real world it's an eye-opening experience. So I want to make sure that before our children leave school, I want to make sure that they, we create pathways so that each child 
will be able to be successful once he or she graduates from school. We need pathways in from college, vocational education. We need um, military. We need yes, pathway for students who want to, when they graduate, they go out into the world and just go to directly to the workforce. And we must prepare those students for that due to their our current circumstances. So that would be my major um, objective that is to make sure that all our children uh, receive a quality education so that they will be able to work in this diverse and global economy that, that, that uh, we live in. All right, thank you for that. And tell us, uh, is there anything else you want our listeners to know uh, is there some place they can go if they want to learn more about you? Well, I would like for the listeners to know that I'm a man who seeking this District 5 um, position because I want, to, I'm, I want to come out of retirement and help, help uh, our children, help our schools. I want to be able to uplift and empower our teachers, you know, our teachers are the background, back are the backbones and the foundation of our school, but we don't give them that the uh, credit that they deserve. So I want to be a voice for our teachers, our students, and our staff members, because the teachers, they put in the work, but like I said, we never recompense them or reward them for what they're doing. And my main concern is making sure that our teachers are paid properly because we are losing too many teachers to our neighboring counties. Teachers that we have trained, teachers who have worked in the system and when time for promotion, we overlook them. And it's time for us to you know, start promoting from within the system so that we can keep as many good teachers we probably can to continue serving our children. All right. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. So those are the last candidates that will be featured on Local Matters before the November 3rd election. A uh, few other notes to take uh, note of. Uh, first, several polling places have changed since the November, excuse me, since the 2018 campaign. Uh, if you voted uh, in District 1 at Crawford Avenue, uh, that location is closed and been split into two separate locations. If you voted at Augusta University for districts three and five, that location is closed. And if you voted at Wildwood Christian Church in districts four and five, that location is closed. So to get your new locations, please go on your My Voter page uh, for the Georgia Secretary of State's office, mvp.sos, or the Richmond County Board of Elections website, and you will be able to find your new locations. Also want everybody to know that chances are this is not the last time that we will have to vote during this election cycle. Uh, for local and state races, if there is a runoff, it will take place on December 1st. And for the federal races, the runoff date is January 5th. Chances are that Senate race where there are 20 candidates or so, uh, chances are that race will go to a runoff. So please keep that in mind that there are maybe one or two additional opportunities to go to the polls during this election season. 
Finally, uh, always uh, hope you enjoyed the material that we present. Uh, we are seeking additional sponsors so that if you have a business or organization that supports what we do here on Local Matters, please reach out to me via email at Janice. Alan Jackson at gmail.com so that we can talk about sponsorship uh, opportunities and uh, proposals. Always, um, you can go to my website, JaniceAllenJackson.com, uh, excuse me, JaniceAllenJackson.weebly.com uh, to catch any shows that you miss. Uh, you can share shows with people. Uh, we want to get the word out about this. Uh, we're doing this because it's in the best interest of our residents and want you uh, to know what you're doing when you go to the polls. Thanks so much for being with us today. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.